0: After over a quarter of a century in the city, curator Richard Drury is a well-known face on Prague's art scene. The Englishman, who studied Czech at Cambridge, works at the Gallery of Central Bohemia and is also the head of the Fine Arts section of Umieletska Beseda, a cultural association that began way back during the days of the Czech National Revival. Our tour of Richard Drury's Prague begins by Bila Hora in Prague 6 at the Hvězda Game Reserve, which gets its name from the star-shaped summer palace at its heart.
1: The first bit of Prague I came to know was Brevnov, because I came to summer schools of Czech in the late 1980s, and Brevnov was that kind of area where we were staying. And then I got a flat in Brevnov, so that was my sort of dream fulfilled and from our flat down at Brevnov, we'd come up here to the Viezda hunting park for fresh air and uh, sort of really to get back to nature a bit. Because Prague is quite green, but, you know, down the city, there's all the sort of noise and the trams and the tourists and stuff. And Viezda really is that kind of opportunity to come and uh, enjoy a bit of uh, tranquillity.
0: How do you think, in general, Prague does parks? For example, London has grand parks. Paris has, for me, the most beautiful parks in the world. How do you think Prague does parks?
1: I think it does parks much better than it used to. And it's not just about sort of cleaning them up and making them more sort of uh, user-friendly. It's also to do with this thing that the British are very used to, and that's the idea of community space. For the British, the park is a place sure for rest and recreation but it's a kind of a a space for meeting people you know you can take your picnic and stuff and the Czechs really this kind of um, under communism what was public space was state space and what was state space was no one's space and so the Czechs are sort of slowly getting used to the fact that you know public areas like parks belong to them and can be used by them for this kind of you know as as a dimension of community life so that's what I'm you know really happy to see happening now.
0: You mentioned that this was a hunting ground. What else do you know about the history of this place?
1: Not a huge amount. Yes, of course, I could say it was, I don't know, founded, you know, trying to sound wise, looking at my crib sheet here, founded in the 1530s by Ferdinand I, and then the uh, building itself, Hesda, was built by his son Ferdinand II of the 1550s. You know, and the connection with White Mountain, the Battle of White Mountain, and the you know, heroic national defeat, which really sort of brings to mind the performances of the English football team the last 30 years, one heroic defeat after another. So it has, yes, there are echoes of history, most definitely. It's a park with a memory.
0: You were saying that you used to live here in Brevnov, now you live in Davidsa, which is quite by Brevnov. How have you found this whole area as a place to live over the years?
1: It's been great, really has. I mean, to be honest with you, my heart belongs to Brevnov. It's a little village perched up on the hill behind Prague Castle and lives its own little life. And so I really like it that way. Down in Davidsa, it's it's Kvrshor, beautiful buildings. It's it's, it's gone quite upmarket. It's a lovely place to to, to live. But there's something about Brevnov that uh, captured my heart back in one thousand nine hundred and eighty seven and it stayed that way but I mean the one thing I do actually i 'm following is the sort of what we 'd call the gentrification of Prague six because I remember, you know, the White Lion pub on Bielohorska Street it was a real spit and sawdust pub. When I went there for the first time there was this old woman sitting with her half litre glass of beer and the glass seemed bigger than she was and it was just a wonderful little sort of drop of local colour which is now being, you know sort of uh, pushed up market and sterilised. It's all hipster cafes everywhere. It is, it is. I mean I'm, I'm, I'm a good one for a coffee as the next man is but really yes it's the kind of this coffee pastry culture seems to be kind of pushing the more genuine sort of um, social features of Prague 6 kind of to the margins.
0: From Viesda, Richard Drury and I hop on a tram down to the Ujazd area at the edge of Malastrana on the left bank of the river. There at number 3 Besednyi street is where you'll find the small theatre Givadlo na Pradla, but the spot has an older history – and one linked to a venerable institution, close to my guide's
1: heart. This uh, building, Besedni Dům, it was uh, built and opened in 1926 as the really the kind of the, the center, the home for the Umiletska Beseda Arts Association which was founded in 1863 as a way of kind of really uh, bringing Czech culture up to a kind of European standard. It was an effort to really sort of show the rest of Europe that Czech culture is uh, really on an equal standing. So Umylandská Beseda uh, it's really interesting for the fact that it brings together under one sort of roof, as it were, uh, musicians, there's a music, a music section, artists, there's a fine arts section, and literature, there's a literature and dramatic section. The idea of the association was to bring people together from different sort of artistic fields to really kind of communicate and organise, you know, joint events together. And so Besedny Doom belonged to the association in the 1920s and 30s and 40s. However, after the war, with the nationalisation of property, our association lost this building and never got it back. It's something similar to the Manis Association that never got its building back. We exist and work, should we say, on the basis of being a prestigious homeless community because we don't have our building and so we're continually looking for temporary homes which isn't a problem for the artist because they do their exhibitions where when we're offered a venue we'll do an exhibition there.
0: What's your role in the organisation?
1: Well, for the last eight years, I've been the chairman of the fine arts section of Umyarska Beceda, which is sort of funny in a way, because Beseda is such a Czech cultural phenomenon, so closely tied with the, you know, the most, should we say, the purest values of Czech culture, um, being founded, for instance, by Bedrich Smetana and Josef Marnes, um, that to be a member of this of this of this association as an English as an Englishman, there has to be an irony there. But it says, I think, something for Czech tolerance that, that they took me on board, and as a foreigner, I do my bit to promote and cultivate uh, the, 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 the artistic values here. If you no longer have this building, where do you typically meet? Our committee meetings take place in the studio of the sculptor Olbram Zolbeck, the well known Czech sculptor Olbram Zolbek, who he's a member of our association and he was in fact our what we call the mayor of umelska which is the kind of the, the 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 big you know the boss as it were and he's a great supporter and so we always meet up at his studio he sits at the end of the table he doesn't hear as well as he used to but he loves the company and the gossip and the news and he always has a good bottle of slevovica so that always uh, lubricates the kind of conversation we always leave his studio with a, a sense of well-being
0: where is his studio
1: his studio is in salmovska street which is just a little bit up from charles square uh, and it's a really a little world in its own right because it's in a, a courtyard and Zolbeck keeps all his sculptures parked outside and so you walk to his studio through a kind of a forest of, you know, two-metre bronze and concrete figures. Very slim figures. Yes, that's right. And so it's a wonderful place to meet. You know, it's a misfortune that we don't have our own official building, but it's wonderful that we can meet up in such a special place and with, you know, such a special person at the head of the table.
0: Our final port of call is also linked to the Prague art scene. The Litteranyi Kavarna or Literary Café, On Zretyejova Street is a cosy, informal meeting place for local culture vultures of all generations. On the Friday early evening when we visit, Richard Drury seems to run into one acquaintance after the other.
1: It's a place I don't come to so often anymore, but from the sort of 1990s and after the turn of the century, I used to come here a lot. And why? Because the gallery where I still work but, uh, which is now based in Kutnohra was based in Husova Street it was called the Czech Museum of Fine Arts now called the Gallery of the Central Albanian Region and after work we'd come here to the literary cafe and you'd always you come in and it's like a, a pub really for the British you walk in and you will see the, the regulars all the people you know and it's one of those classic kind of time machines. You walk in, the sun's shining and you're sober. You walk out, it's midnight, and you're not sober. And where did the time go? Who knows? Talking, gossiping, talking about culture. The idea of the Prague cafe is a little bit, I would say, more legend than substance. But in this case, with the literary cafe, there's a lot of substance.
0: For me, there's something very Czech about the name of this place. I think Czech intellectuals are really proud of being intellectuals. I don't know if the British or Irish equivalent would be called the literary cafe.
1: Definitely not. As is well known, the British have a complete phobia of intellectuals and philosophers. Whereas for the Czechs, not having you know, an aristocracy, I think they uh, have this kind of respect and... Is part of the national psyche, is to have this kind of intelli- intelligentsia. And I must say that, you know, in the culture sphere, you find a lot of people who do feel that they're part of a special layer of society. You know, they're quite self-aware. They, they know where they are in society.
0: Apart from this cafe, what other cafes do you like in Prague?
1: Well, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not such a kind of a, a social animal... So not as social as I used to be. I'll tell you what. Another interesting sort of Czech institution that's existed, I guess, since the 1980s is the Blatnichka Winery. It really is like taking a step back into the 1980s. Where is that? That's in, I think, Michalska Street. So, you know, just a stone's throw from the old town square. And there's a, a sort of a downstairs section where you see sort of people meeting who really kind of, I think they enjoyed the 1980s so much, they never want to leave it. And so it's like stepping back in time, but in a nice way. What about pubs? Have you got a favourite pub in Prague? I don't really know. To be honest with you, I kind of have a little bit of a problem with Czech pubs. The beer is great, but people do tend to kind of shout at each other. You know, this is the sort of problem. A British pub with its carpets is all about people talking with each other. Whereas the Czech pub, with its smoke-filled air and its neon lighting, is where people talk at each other, and it's you know not my idea of a, of a, of, a, of a cozy evening.